Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there, right over right here. here, is Nikki Kinzer. I'm glowing. Hello, everyone. Hi, Nikki Kinzer. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm not. I'm not as great. You're not great. You know, you get sick, and they tell you there's nothing we can do. We can only make you comfortable. Oh, that's the worst. Yes. The yes. worst. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm. I'm 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 sort of lucid yeah. for this live stream, uh, but but I'm here and I'm rallying because I'm excited for our guest today. Yes. Uh, we've got this wonderful program going on right now that is dedicated to helping our children with ADHD, and we can't wait to introduce you to the founder right here today. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list on the homepage to get an email with the latest episode each week. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And uh, if you support the ADHD podcast, if you are a longtime listener and you find that your life has, has been impacted positively by something that we've done or said or someone we've interviewed over the last six years, we hope you'll consider supporting us with a few dollars a month on Patreon. Your support gets you into the private Facebook group, which gets you this lovely live stream uh, just for members uh, and, uh, and get early access to the podcast each and every week. So thank you to everyone who has jumped in already. And thanks in advance to those of you who are thinking about making the move today. We really appreciate your support. Our guest today is Jennifer Camphy, a certified ADHD coach with Fantastically Focused. As a certified ADHD coach, Jennifer works with children and teens and college students and parents and adults and pretty much everybody with ADHD. And she's here today to talk about her program, Hearts for ADHD, and celebrating kids for their ADHD uniqueness. Jennifer, welcome to the ADHD podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It, it is great to have you. Uh, just to give our listeners a little bit of background, Jennifer and I uh, went to the same coaching school, <laughs> I guess you could say, and connected that way. And then we actually met in person at the last Chad conference and uh, took a lot of the same classes. So we got to hang out together and got to know each other a little bit. And um, she had reached out, gosh, I bet, I guess, I guess it's been the beginning of February or right at the end of January about this, this program. And I thought, you know what, what a great topic to have on the show because it's such a positive message. Um, so Jennifer, tell us a little bit about what Hearts for ADHD is. Hearts for ADHD is um, an initiative or a campaign or a project, any way that, that you want to describe it, um, that I created to counteract the negative messages that our children with ADHD receive on a daily basis. There's research to suggest that by the age of 12, a child with ADHD is going to receive 20,000 more negative messages than a child without ADHD. You know, as a mom of a kid, you know, who has ADHD, that um, this is heartening and it shouldn't be happening because these kids have a lot of great qualities and a lot of great characteristics. And, and those are the things that, that we need to be focusing on more than the negative. That was my basis for creating Hearts for ADHD, was just counteract those negative messages. So counteract the negative messages. So tell us a little bit about how how do we do that? What it is, is beginning February 1st. It started February 1st. So it's okay if somebody wants to hop on and start now. It's okay. It runs February 1st through the 14th. And the idea is to... Um, each day to give a child that you love with ADHD 
PhD to give them a heart. Uh, and on the heart is written a strength or a characteristic about him or her that you love uh, to counteract the negative messages. And so if you go to uh, my website, fantasticallyfocused.com forward slash hearts, I wanted to make it as simple for people to participate because everybody's so busy. So if you go on that site um, and just put your email address in, then you can receive um, free downloadable heart templates um, that you can print out and cut out um, to just make it easy for you to join in on the fun. And I'm, I'm having a lot of fun uh, doing this with my son. Well, yeah. Tell us about your experience. I mean, you've been doing this now for a few days with them. So what what are you finding? How, yeah. What is the experience so far? It's been really cool. The, the very first day, he did not know that I was that I was starting this initiative. Mm-hmm. So the very first day, I actually did a quick live Facebook with him of me introducing to him what I was doing. And I gave him his first heart, which said um, that I loved how he can focus on what he loves. Well, isn't that a nice little turn? Yeah. So is he? That is so isn't sweet. That awesome? That's huge. I know. So is he actually in the video with you? He is. And that's on your Facebook page? That's on, yep, Fantastically Focused Facebook page. Okay, I'm going to yeah. have to check yep. that out. He's <laughs> on there with me and he was really sweet because it kind of caught him off guard, I think. But he said, thank you. And he gave me a hug. So, yeah, so every day on my Facebook page, post I am um, I'm putting a picture of the heart that he receives that day and then a picture of his door because I'm putting them on his door some other ideas that that people can do is if you have an elementary student you can put it in their lunchbox mm-hmm. every day um, you could put it on their pillow at night um, for grandparents who are out there um, Carlton actually just received an envelope in the mail yesterday um, from my mom, who we live in Nebraska. She lives in North Carolina, and she sent him an envelope full of 14 hearts um, with what she loves about him. And so that's how she's participating. So everybody out there listening, you do not have to be in the same town. Right, right. And you don't have to necessarily be the parent. You can be uh, a teacher, a caregiver, an aunt. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. That is so cool. So give us some more examples of what people could could write down. Because I, I love the first one you just said. You know, I love that you focus on what you love. What are some other things that that people can counteract that negativity mess or that negative message that they're hearing? The cool thing that I did, Nikki, is there actually on those downloads, there are uh, pre-printed hearts. Oh, so there are messages cool. that are already on there. And, you know, what those are is um, we hear Dr. Ned Hallowell talk a lot about um, taking the negatives that people associate with ADHD and flipping those to positives mm-hmm. so that how you can focus on what you love that's taken from, you know, how we say they can't focus. They have a lack of focus, but the positive is no, they can focus on what they love, mm-hmm. you know, so it's finding what they love. So there are pre-printed messages on there. So um, rather than saying that they're hyper, we love their energy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, and I wish I could bottle it up and give uh, it sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, yesterday, um, the one that I gave Carlton was your eagerness. And I put a little um blurb on my Facebook about how, you know, that counteracts the impulsive. 
So we say a kid with ADHD is impulsive. And we, you know, growing up, especially in elementary school, you know, I would hear, oh, he blurts out in class. Well, it would always be an answer. It would always be on topic. And it would always be in the classes that he really enjoyed, like science. You know, he would get so eager, if you will, that he just want to answer the question. And so, you know, yesterday I, I put on my Facebook, you know, shouldn't we want eager learners? They they have to learn to channel that eagerness or that impulsive impulsivity properly. But you you channel it and you get them into these subjects in these classes that they love. And they're eager learners, and that should be what we want. So do we want to look at, at our students as impulsive or eager? It's such an interesting story because I, I we went in with a conference for my son with his uh, math teacher, and one of the things that she said as an experienced, seasoned, you know, many decades in the classroom math teacher, her response was, you know, um, that that she loves having my son in class because while his distraction can be contagious, uh, his enthusiasm can be contagious too. And when he finds a subject that he really loves, uh, she wants to celebrate that contagion of enthusiasm. Uh, and, and I think that gets to the same point you're talking about here. I think that's enormously valuable to celebrate, uh, you know, that, that there can be a positive outcome of, of that sort of enthusiasm, even if it seems like it's, it, it's wound up, you know, too tight, for example. So. Yes. And how wonderful that he has a teacher that recognizes that, mm-hmm. you know? That's, that's Believe huge. me, we were saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an amazing gift, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I love that it is highlighting the strengths. It's, you know, it's putting them or it's putting it in front of them and something that they can keep too, because they can keep these hearts and keep referring back to them and looking at them. Uh, what was the inspiration for you to do this. I mean, I know you talked about your son having ADHD, you use that statistic, but you know, I'm curious, like what made you decide? I mean, cause I'm, I'm imagining this is, this took some time and, and some work on your part. <laughs> I do. Well, I have to tell you, it was kind of, you know, how we talk about flashes of brilliance, you know, mm-hmm. I, I literally two weeks ago, it was two weeks before February 1st and I was in my bathroom getting ready for the day. And it, it just came to me. My mom had sent me a picture of a door filled with, you know, hearts that had messages on them. And this was uh, like back in January. And she's like, you need to do this for the kids, this Valentine's. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Well, two weeks ago, I'm in my bathroom and I'm like, no, I have to do this for ADHD. This, you know, I have to put this out there. <laughs> and so um, I ran to my computer and I emailed my mentor, Lori Dupar. Mm-hmm. And it was probably one of those ecstatic, crazy emails with all of these ideas and thoughts flowing. And, you know, what do you think? What, you know, and she emailed me back and she said, this is great. Go for it. And I knew it was going to be a lot of work in two weeks, but, you know, she was right there with me the whole time and she helped me every step of the way. And uh, so it got put together in two weeks. (laughs) So wonderful. Yeah. Amazing how just a little bit of inspiration and a lot of passion and advocation for for these kids that that you're able to spread this message. And it's such a positive message. And I want it to go beyond just Valentine's Day. So tell us, I mean, how can we do that again as parents and caregivers and and aunts and uncles and what are what are your thoughts? How do we continue this? Yes, absolutely. So um so a couple of thoughts that I have on that. So I'm really hoping that this, you know, this next couple of weeks, so through Valentine's, that 
it's going to really provide some refreshment and encouragement, not only for our kids, but for our parents and for the other caregivers who are involved in, in our kids' lives, um, that it'll create an awareness and um, even a routine, if you will, of recognizing our kids' strengths and giving them genuine praise every day. Um, Because you're right, it can't stop after Valentine's Day. You know, they need it more than 14 days, mm-hmm. you know, a year. Mm-hmm. So, um, so really, this whole initiative was meant to um, to create an awareness mm-hmm. and to really start a forward momentum towards um, recognize the greatness that's inside of our kids um, and being their biggest fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it really is a great opportunity for parents to to practice um, the pause to stop every day when they see their kid doing something positive and to praise them for it. So, so I'm really hoping that these two weeks have given, if given the opportunity for, mm-hmm. for people who are involved in these kids lives to be able to recognize the positive and when they are doing something good and to be able to pause and stop and say, Hey, you know, you just, you just spent 10 minutes on that homework. Great job. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a different message than, oh, come on, you got to hurry up and get your homework done. Come on, you know, let's, let's hurry up. You've got all this stuff you have to do today. I mean, yeah, that's wonderful. Oh, Jennifer, I love this. Thank you so much for sharing this with us and with our listeners. This, it, it really is so great. And I really appreciate that the initiative, uh, Jennifer, for you was about the kids. And, and that, that means so much. Um, for those who are listening, uh, who are adults. I, I, I've been thinking since we tried recording last week, uh, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about how to use a similar thing. Like what does this sort of motivation do to work for adults, right? right. Um, that, that kind of a, of a motivation doesn't just have to work for kids. So I guess my question is for both of you as ADHD coaches, uh, how does this extend for those who are listening to those who, who need to learn both how to say they want to be appreciated and how to appreciate others. This doesn't necessarily apply to, you know, someone with ADHD, but, uh, but it does, it does apply to the adult in that, you know, I'm doing this for my husband too. You know, he's an adult, but I'm putting a heart on his bathroom mirror every day that has a positive. I love that so much. We all want to hear. Yes. I mean, I think that what was it? I think Oprah said this a long time. We all want to be heard. We all want to um, have, you know, be able to, to speak our voice and be heard and, and be acknowledged, I, I believe is what she was saying. And, and that's kind of what you're doing is you're making a point to acknowledge someone else and, and what they're doing and, and then building up their self-esteem and their, um, well, not even self-esteem, but I think just happiness, right? I mean, you guys are probably really happy right now as a married couple because he's getting that kind of a Oh, man, Nikki, they I were mean, only that easy as putting a heart on a mirror for 14 days. <laughs> right. I know. I know. But it helps, right, if you don't do it. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I just, I'm going to wrap this around something that I've been reading. I've been reading Gretchen Rubin's, um, happiness project 
And uh, I just got finished with February, which was about basically being nicer to her husband, which is really funny. But it's exactly wrapping into what this is about is that, you know, I'm going to be extra nice to him, but I'm not going to tell him I'm being extra nice. And um, I'm not looking for him to acknowledge it. I'm really doing it to, you know, see if this makes me happier because that's the whole point of the book is like, what makes me happy? And, uh, and so it was really interesting when you said that, cause it kind of just reminded me of that chapter. Um, something that came to my mind, Pete, though, when you asked that question is this particular, uh, movement, I guess you would say is coming from other people to someone, right? As a coach, I would love to see my client be able to do this for themselves as well. So not necessarily expecting a spouse or, um, you know, well, we definitely can't expect our children to do this for us as parents because that's just not going to ever happen. Uh, oh, mom, you're such a great mom. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Uh, I could sorry, I could just write a little script. I think that. Oh, dad, you're so, you're so ruggedly you're handsome. So cool. <laughs> yeah. You dad, know you everything, so great in and I know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but that's what I would love to do is like, is there a way, you know, and this is just me thinking, is there a way to, to work with clients that we could do this exercise together where you can, you know, write down 10 of your strengths and, and be able to refer back to those and them being able to come up with that for themselves because they're so, uh, it's so easy to get down, to go down to that negative rabbit hole of, you know, what I'm not doing and I should be doing this. And why is it so easy for everyone else? And, I think this gives them that level of acceptance that, you know, I am doing a lot of things right. Um, I can do a lot of things and focusing on on that positive. I absolutely love. So I agree, Pete. I, I definitely think um, this can go both ways. And on a side note, I just want people to know that on my website, I do have a seven day find your strengths um, email what do, what, do you, what do you call it? It's not a challenge. It's a, yeah, it's like a, it's a, you can little subscribe to it and it, it comes to you and it gives, it's inspiration. It's like an email inspiration yeah. chain. Yeah. It gives you ideas on like how to find your strengths. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, there's not a word for it, but it's awesome. And <laughs> you should go and sign up for it. Uh, if you're not really sure what your strengths are, because sometimes I think people forget. So what the email seven day sequence is, is for you to find what those are. So it kind of wraps up into everything that Jennifer's saying. And, and that I think is exactly what I, what I'm getting to and didn't really have the words for it is that it, what, what this sort of program, this is you're, you're training the kids to notice things about themselves that are really great. You know, you're training them to see, hey, stop a minute and look at how great you are right this second. Uh, look at how you were able to focus and accomplish 15 minutes of this fantastic math homework. Uh, and, and I think the idea is, at least when I project out 10 years or, or God, 30, uh, is that maybe maybe I'll be able to habituate the same behavior in myself, that I'll be able to do something, even if I'm struggling all day long, I'll be able to notice the 15 minutes of strong focus. And and that, I think, is really valuable. It's really it's a lifetime uh, lesson. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for having this wonderful idea and coming on our show and sharing it with our audience. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate the opportunity to just come and share. 
Absolutely. It's really great. It is really great. Thank you so much, Jennifer Campy. You can find her at fantasticallyfocused.com uh, and, and see exactly what uh, Jennifer is up to uh, there. It's a great program and, and great inspiration to think about, you know, you celebrating the, the wondrous accomplishments of every day of your life with ADHD. Thank you so much. On behalf of Jennifer Campy uh, and Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Thank you.